Welcome to the commentary for Seminar 28. Uh, oh, and there's the new voice of Bruce Busby coming in for our credits. Joining me for this show is the man from the far side of the world. He's a parody in his own mind. He is Jovian Lab. Hello, hello. You, you've been working on that intro for a while, haven't you? I work on all the intros, actually. I will sit there like when I have a commentary scheduled. Before it, I will think, all right, what am I going to introduce everybody at? And so, yeah, I always have to like, find out. I feel like we need to give you a live band, like, off stage. You'd be like the Letterman show. I need Paul Schaefer. <laughs> it's the seminar commentary with the world's most deluded band. Okay, so this time... Uh, for those of you that, that, that have listened what? to this show, no. you now hear that it's broken. And 27 didn't even have a commentary. And I blame that mm. on magic. Yeah, so we, we had to move to... The <laughs> Harry Potter broke my show. Um, yeah, yeah, I was, magic. Yeah, magic people breaking my shows. So Jovian had to carry the show all by himself. Yes, his only his script had to carry it. That was it. If this show fails, it's all Jovian's fault. <laughs> Wait a minute. What happened to Magic? <laughs> that's not fair. You can't blame Magic for your show, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm truly the only one that can be blamed for uh, the disaster that is my final product. Uh, oh. So here we are again. Here we are again. I love the little, uh, what I did there is I took like this this tropical type music, and I pulled out some of the instruments and stuff in there. So at the end of it, you have like the footsteps falling, but it sounds like it's in rhythm to the music. And then you get the dino <laughs> voices. Just to let you know, oh, I had, I initially had like three tracks in here for dinosaurs. I pulled them out and just made one dinosaur file, so I could move them around. Oh, okay. Uh, the dinosaurs were perfect. <laughs> I, when I fir when I first listened to this, the final product, and heard the dinosaurs walking around, I thought, "Oh man, that's exactly what I wanted," because it it's foreshadowing, obviously, for what's about to come. You you're not going to notice it being gone so much later if you don't really feel it in the beginning. So. And that was a lot of the I idea. Think my head shook. Of, of, of putting it together was I wanted you to feel the dinosaurs like moving around you, so like all over the place as they go through, and it really just adds in a nice mix to it. When you think back to the cartoon, it's not very... I mean, cartoons shouldn't be realistic anyway, but it's not very realistic that you never hear dinosaurs in the background. Like, what, are the humans scaring them away? I don't think the phrase, they're more afraid of you than you are of them, applies to dinosaurs versus humans. I mean, that's just... This is real right here, folks. I mean, if the Flintstones existed, this is how it would be. I mean, if if we're talking about the Flintstones, but we're not. We're not talking about the Flintstones. We would never do that. They're a copyrighted character thing. And yeah. that would be I mean, these aren't even dinosaurs. That's right. These aren't even dinosaurs. They're, they're large lizards. <laughs> Giant lizards. <laughs> and I did play with all the voices a little bit. When it comes to Chip and Chip Joel, actually gave me auditions for Benny Rumble, Greg Benson, uh, all across the board, and I could have put him in any of them. He could have done the whole show himself. That's how good he was. We should try that. But at the end, I said no. Put him in Benny because he, right against Bill Young, he was perfect. And Bill Young just went nuts with his voice. 
And you know, I knew Bill was going to get one of these rolls. Like, as I was writing it, I thought, okay, which one's Bill going to try and get? Uh, I knew M was going to go after uh, uh, Benny's wife because she's got the laugh perfect. But uh, I, now I wish I'd given her a little more lines because the laugh is, like, right on the nose. But like I said, Bill Young, I, I knew he would just knock it out of the park. So. Well, the best part Good about choice. M's laugh is that it makes you giggle with it. <laughs> Whether you want to or not. <laughs> you, you, well, why would you not want to? You listen to it, it just makes you laugh. I mean, trust me, when she gets in her, her, her line, basically, uh, I was sitting here listening to it to edit it in, and I'm laughing, like, constantly. <laughs> I couldn't keep a straight face, which we'll hear later on, because we're not there yet. But we're talking about stuff in the future, because this takes place in the past, but to the future. <laughs> Ooh, hang on, Lee I gotta Sands. catch up. <laughs> Lee Sands, who gave us the great wazoo, I actually pitched his voice a little bit lower than he he normally is, a little, a little bit higher than he is. To really give him yeah, flair. I, I think I even put in the original script, I can't remember after uh, after I got through the editorial gauntlet if it was still in there, but I think I even put in there like a suggested accent just to kind of distinguish between like his intelligence a little more than, you know, the cavemen that he was dealing with, so. It is done. That's, that, that's it? It really worked out pretty well. Yeah, the, 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 ba- the, the effects that I pulled off with Wazoo was a lot of fun. <laughs> and then this, I mean, what I love is, and how I got the sound to go away once he makes him disappear. So uh, I don't I don't know if uh, probably mainly just the cast and and you guys doing the editing would notice at this point I guess but uh, this is actually parody number two of of a series I, I haven't announced that but they're gonna connect <laughs> yeah, believe it or not I'm yeah this is the merging of past and future but they're all there's there's new characters coming but they're all gonna connect at some point it may be 20 years from now but. <laughs> So I don't know if you're going to stick around that long, Marcus, but uh, you know, this is a long-term project. <laughs> Jovi is the king of our parodies right now, really, when it comes down to it. You have the parodies on record. I'm going to get an ongoing series out of this, I swear. <laughs> I'm going to get an ongoing series. See, what you got to well, do is you've got to fight, fight for Pendant After Dark, because then M gets her way. <laughs> And you get you the know, right she keeps talking to me. Uh, something about the Adam Shepard part that I had. She keeps talking to me about it. I, I, I don't know. And I don't know if I can revisit that. You know? <laughs> but there's actually there's another uh, part three of my parody series is actually in the middle of editing. So uh, we'll revisit some of our our past characters that we've already dealt with a little bit, and then. Uh, I've got another one that I haven't started actually typing on the computer yet, but it's 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 up here, you know, in the melon. So there's at least right now four or five all together. But I knew I wasn't going to be able to get them all out and at once, so I thought, well, I'm not going to even bother telling people it's a series until I know where I'm going to go with it. But yeah, it's all going to tie together. And Ooh, that's going to be cool. There's going to be connection points. This is going to be scary. Yeah, and, and not... 
the very next script actually is when I start hinting at that. So if anybody, this is for your uh, dedicated seminar listeners that are listening to your commentary. They're the only ones that don't have the heads up. So don't tell anybody because I read the pendant Yahoo group. We know who you are. We hear you. Oh. Because you're... <laughs> There's only two people that name. listen to this anyway. There's me and my mother. I keep trying to explain this to you. Nobody <laughs> listens. Hi, Mom. I wouldn't listen to me. Come on. Actually, I do listen to me. That's actually kind of freaky. Now, the weird part was Don Price does Mr. Wellcog, and initially he was one of the last auditions to come in. And originally I was going to take Wellcog and make him this booming, deep voice. And I actually originally cast Tip Callier, who is doing Lee Space, into the role. And I had him, okay. I, I just, I deepened his voice. But then I heard Don Price's Mr. Wilcog's take, and I was like, oh, no, that works. And I grabbed it. <laughs> He's coming up here. Uh, I'm, I'm doing advanced stuff here because, you know, <laughs> this show actually has a lot in it. We got explosions. Yeah, it was, it was a little busy. Yeah, especially with the, with the explosions. Those were fun to put in. Especially trying to find something I'm, that didn't sound overbearing. <laughs> well, I think I think this is actually the script where I put in there literally, Marcus, have fun, <laughs> like dinosaur noises. Go ahead, have fun. This yes, one, yeah, that, yeah, like that. It was it was dinosaur noises. Ah, have fun. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, because you know they're gonna stand around the studio and record for me very easily. Uh, can you back Those the raptor up, please? <laughs> Uh, Mr. Raptor, can you do that again? Oh, no, sir. You were fine. Thank you very much. Come back again. <laughs> we need more T-Rex. Come on. More T-Rex. Give it from, from the heart. That's how Spielberg gets all his effects. Come on. People don't know that? Somebody <laughs> has a studio yeah, in their back. He keeps them locked up on a farm. <laughs> how would that be any different? Come on. It's not, It's natural. Yeah, the the uh, the next one has flashback sequences and everything, so you're gonna have a whole lot of fun with the next one. Well, I can't wait. I keep telling you, man, you keep throwing them at me, I'll keep knocking them out of the park. Well, not out of park. I'll, I'll get it somewhere near the park. <laughs> as long as it's not an out, we're all right. <laughs> but you know, really, like I. When we did Casey, uh, where are you? Like the the initial idea that I had, I had other stories to go with, but I thought, you know, we're killing everybody. Where can you go from here? And you guys, the casting was perfect. So, and then I played around with the crossing a little bit, and the casting was spot on, especially the driver. Yeah, it was me. But, uh, you know, and then this one, the casting. I don't know how the audience will react yet, obviously, since we're doing this two years in advance, but. You know, I, the casting for this one was spot on again, so I thought, well, you know what, if we actually make this, pull this off, I mean, if every character I've written so far is in one script, Bill Young will have 20 parts, but other than that, it should sound pretty good. Pretty much. So we're going to wrap this bad boy up, since we've overrun the show again. We always do that. <laughs> I blame you. I mean, I actually have to edit this one now. Oh, I blame Magic. Well, I won't. They'll actually have a little bit more content. This is a short show, and I apologize, everybody, um, but the computer broke. So we're going to blame Kathleen Pride for all the issues, and we're going to let Jovian say goodbye. Say goodbye, Jovian. Good part. Goodbye, Jovian. <laughs> and Seminar needs scripts. Lots of scripts. Two-inch thick, brontosaurus T-bone steak. 
I'll be happy. Yabba dabba doo! Frank! Don't worry, Velma. With my bonus money, I can get you one too. <laughs> that's great, Frank, but that's not what I was going to say. Well, what is it then, Velma? Spit it out. Well, you boys got rid of the dinosaurs, remember? Where do you think you're going to find a T-bone steak now? I, uh, e, Huh? See, Frank, she's right. What do we do now? Well, then, we do as the boys in the future do. We cry out for help. Thelma! Your assignment for next week has been detailed in your heads-up display before you, but be sure to take additional reflective and comparative notes on the pieces seen in class today. Next class, we will begin discussion of the midterm requirements. As a warning, understand that behaviour like that of student three will not be tolerated. Continued insolence will result in failure from the course. I have no tolerance, nor do I have the patience to deal with someone too juvenile to remain in this classroom. Take heed of student three's punishment. Inquiry matrix deactivated. Class dismissed. Course schedule and syllabus. Emma Bowyer-Warner as the instructor, Seth Adam Schur as student 3, Brian Oldham as student 11, Marcus Beatty as student 12, in The Brontosaurus Effect, Bill Young as Frank Flagstone, Chip Joel as Benny Rumble, Paul Brueggemann as Greg Benson, Lee Sands as Wazoo, Tip Collier as Mr. Lee Space, Don Price as Mr. Wellcogs, Kim Giannopoulos as Velma Flagstone, and M. Sierra Garcia as Bobby Rumble. Written by Jovian Lab, directed by Marcus Beatty, written by Catherine Pride, edited by Marley Norton, seminar theme by David Alexander McDonald, produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2009, Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2009, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.